0: What's going on, everybody? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my friends over at Black Rifle Coffee. Listen, stop drinking communist coffee like Starbucks and, well, Dunkin' Donuts isn't as bad, but it's still not America's coffee. Not only do they give millions of dollars every single year to help veterans every single day, they're employing hundreds, if not thousands already of veterans as well, and they have legitimized themselves as America's coffee. So, what are you waiting for? Go get it. Go be pro America and support my friends at BlackRifleCoffee.com
1: right now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want?
0: All right, what's hey, going on, hey. America? This is take two. Yeah. Uh, we've got some cobwebs because it's been over a month it's been since a while. we've been it's in been the a studio. While. Uh, my family got the flu. Yes, the flu, not COVID. Um, the flu still exists, believe it or not. I had to go to Mar-a-Lago twice in a, you know, like an eight-day period, uh, which wasn't as fun as it sounds, probably. Like, some really? of you are probably like, oh, that's awesome. You know, man, it's taxing, man. You know, you got to get all the way down there. Uh, it's West Palm Beach, Florida. So everything's super expensive. And people don't realize when you get invited to go to Mar a Lago, you get invited to go to Mar-a-Lago. They don't pay for like your travel, your hotel, <laughs> nothing like that. And so, yeah, dude, uh, a hotel like in downtown West Palm Beach was like a grand tonight. It's crazy.
1: Ooh. Crazy. Uh, so well, it's not it's not it's
0: not what you it's not what you think.
1: It's not as cool as it, it is. sounds.
0: honored to have been invited for the, you know, the opportunity, I guess. But either way, not what you think. And, and then we had the holidays. And so, yeah, it's been straight up a month, if not a little bit longer since we've been in here. It's
1: been a hot minute. <laughs> it, it's
0: been a little bit. And, I you know, I am happy. that There is, with the podcast, there is that thing where, <clears throat> you know, I can talk for forever by myself. It's it's not a big deal. But it does change the vibe up a little bit when you got somebody, you know, to converse with uh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, anyway, so today we're going to jump into something um, and and you're probably shocked and in awe by the caption or the title of this episode. And it's just called, Is God Trans? Question mark.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, and then I think, I think, I think what we probably should say, cause that might make people not click on it. Let's go. Is God trans? Question mark. No. In all capital yeah, yeah. letters. Uh, exclamation point. Stand. Yeah, cuz that's all I need. It's like, "Oh, I used to listen to Dear America podcast till, you know, they said God was trans and uh but 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 that's not me." And some of you are probably like, "What in the world is going on?" Well, we've been talking about the attack on Christianity for a while. And in fact, it's only going to get worse. In fact, as the days go on and as the weeks go on and and just time passes by, I see more conversations about Christianity in a negative way than I think I ever have. I, I've never seen so much coverage about Christianity. Um, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, now. Now, full transparency, this report comes out of the UK, but what we've learned— is that things that start to happen in the UK within a two to three year period, it always seems to start popping up in America.
1: It's kind of like Canada. Whatever happens up there eventually makes its way down here. Eventually
0: makes its way down here. Uh, Case and point, this has nothing to do with the topic of this, but it's something that needs to be touched on. Canada with their extreme gun laws. uh, Now, all of a sudden, Joe Biden's trying to sneak a ban on semi-automatic weapons. Before the new Congress gets sworn in in January. For those of you who don't know much about weapons, semi automatic weapons, it's pretty much all of them. Uh, every weapon that is not an automatic, like a automatic weapon, is a weapon where you pull the trigger and it's just a, a semi automatic weapon is an AR 15. That's a semi automatic weapon. Literally, that's where you pull the trigger and you got to let off of the trigger. And then it chambers another round, and then you pull it again. That's a semi-automatic. Your pistols, those are semi-automatic weapons. All of the above. And so, again, people were like, oh, that's never going to happen here in America, uh, what's going on in Canada. But guess what? Here it is. I don't know if he's going to be successful with it, but I digress. So we have to talk about this horrific story that is just taking over the country. It's everywhere. It's all over the place on Twitter, on, on news outlets, et cetera, about this, uh, sermon that was given about why they believe that Jesus was trans. And so we're going to read the article and then we're going to talk about it. Um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting. And and so, but before we do any of that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, guys. Inflation continues to be a plague on our economy, our families, and our savings. And the irresponsible spending from the left just continues to exacerbate the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. Don't let your savings wither away. Hedge against inflation with gold from Bird's Gold. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 for your free information kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month, by Black Friday, you get a free gold bar with every purchase you make by December 22nd. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text the word Graham. To 9898.98 98 98 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account and Birch Gold will help you do it. Once again, all you got to do is text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 9898.98 98 98 to claim your free info kit on gold and ensure your eligibility for a free gold bar with every purchase. Secure your future with gold. Do it right now. All right, so before we talk about this craziness, uh, there's also some things going on here in America right now that I think we need to talk about. One is, uh, plain and simple, uh, Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett is facing calls to recuse herself from an LGBTQ case. Why?
1: I'm looking at you, Zach. Sorry. I'm doing technical (laughs) stuff over here. (laughs) I don't know. The
0: most anticlimactic thing ever. Yeah, I, I was what waiting. A long pause.
1: We're having some, I'm over here working on technical stuff, you know, since so it's just been a month.
0: Over her Christian faith. Mm-hmm. The LGBTQ community does not want Amy Coney Barrett, a Supreme Court Justice, to be able to rule in her opinion on this because she is a Christian. So yet again, some interesting things that's going on. This is a conversation, really quick, between Eric Metaxas and Jack Posobiec uh, about the American Church right now. That again, I've been screaming this over and over and over again. The American Church needs to be put on notice of what is happening, what is going on. Look at all the stuff that's going on in China right now. Oh my gosh, mm. it's horrific. It is horrific. I mean, people were locked into their rooms, into their homes or apartments or whatever because of COVID, and then the building caught fire, and then none of them could get out. Women, children burned alive. Uh, China is like broadcasting with like majestic music in the background at their accomplishment that now they've got a, it's like 90,000 room uh, quarantine camp now uh where they can just shove people in there like it's crazy stuff man and 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 just people are the the church especially is not looking at the evils going on not only in our country but across the world and anyway here we go l- l- listen to this exchange i'm going to try to find the spot it's a little long but let me try to find it
2: the american church today the catholic church the evangelical church of which i am mostly a member <laughs> um has been utterly silent in the face of evil today, and it is now leading to the triumph of evil just as it was in Germany in the 30s, and just as they were blind to it, because let's not think that they they saw it coming. They didn't see it coming. They never dreamt that their silence- But Eric, shouldn't the church be inclusive? Shouldn't the church just, you know, uh, Christ loves us as we are, and, and isn't sure. one of the biggest Christian values that Christ teaches us tolerance? Uh, actually, no. I can, de- <laughs> I can detect your tremendous sarcasm, Jack, and it's why I love you. I want to say that we are seeing the silence of Christian leaders, and I'm speaking mostly about you know evangelical leaders, but they, they give exactly, and again, this is the subject of the book Letter to the American Church, they give exactly the same excuses for their silence that the German leaders gave for their silence. They had these theologically fussy excuses for not speaking up, for not standing up, for not being heroic. Uh, Their excuses were things like, well, Romans 13 says we're not supposed to be political. Uh, You know, we're just gonna stick to our theology. Let me tell you, the atheist Chinese Communist Party loves those kind of Christians. Keep your faith in that building. What happened?
0: Right. Well, so that's a warning to the church, and I agree completely. Everything that he just said—I mean, that's what I've been saying Mm -hmm. for a long time, ladies. I am telling you, I—I am telling you, you can call me the Christian Alex Jones all you want. Somebody called me that the other day, the Christian Alex Jones.
1: I think we should market that. I don't know
0: how I feel about it, but either way, you can call me that all you want to. But I'm telling you, man, this thing is only getting worse, and it is going to get. Here, which is why we're going to talk about this insane thing. And when I say everybody's reporting on this, Fox News, New York Post, New York Times, Washington Examiner, Washington Post, all of them. Sermon about Jesus, trans body. Oh, real quick. If your children are listening, now is the time for the adults to listen to the very adult content in regards to this topic. So this is your warning Three, two, one. Okay, if you don't have them out of the room by now, we're moving on. All right, New York Post. Sermon about Jesus's trans body and vaginal side wound shocks churchgoers who shout heresy. Now, I'm going to read this pretty much as much in its entirety as we can because I think it's important. Now, again, as I stated earlier, this was the UK, but... As we know, this is a movement that is actually starting. I've heard this here in America already. Well, you know, Jesus, Jesus was, was trans, or Jesus, Jesus is omnipresent, and can, or God is omnipresent, and can be anything. So therefore, uh, God is non-binary, all this other stuff. I've heard these horrific arguments already, never from the pulpit like this, mm-hmm. but it is coming to a woke church near you. Uh, Here we go. Uh, So let's see. Where can I pick this up at? Um, Okay, here we go. Dr. Michael Banner, the dean of Trinity College, said Joshua Heath raised legitimate speculation in his Evensong, I guess that's the name of the church, sermon, during which the researchers claimed from the pulpit of the Trinity College Chapel that non-erotic portrayals of Jesus's penis in historical paintings. First of all, what are we talking about? Non-erotic portrayals of Jesus. What What, what are there? Are there erotic
1: portrayals of Jesus? I mean, I'd imagine that there probably are, but uh, I haven't seen them. I've, I've never, I go- I've that.
0: never given that a Google. Who are these people that are doing that type of thing? All right. Either way. Urge a welcoming rather than hostile response towards raised voices of trans people. Don't worry, it gets worse. Um, In Christ, simultaneously masculine and feminine body in these works. So, to be clear, this is someone preaching from a pulpit that is using man-painted pictures of Jesus. Okay? That's what the entirety of this sermon is on. That's how crazy this is. Not something that the Bible said, not, you know, trying to read context or whatever. Paintings. Paintings of what people think Jesus looked like. Either way. Okay, moving on. In Christ, simultaneously masculine and feminine body in these works, if the body of Christ is, as the, Oh, it just moved. If the body of Christ, as these works, suggest the body of all bodies, then his body is also the trans body. Heath, whose Ph.D. in theology. See, here's your problem right here. The, the worst people in the world, and yes, I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. The worst people in the world are people with Ph.D.s in theology. They just are. They just are. They, they, they end up being terrible uh, heresy-ridden people that come up with all of these ideas, and because they have a PhD, they're able to interpret things the best out of everybody else. This is a that is a rabbit hole uh, uh, education route to go, in my opinion. It just is. It's a rabbit hole. Um, might as well have a PhD in gender studies. Was supervised by the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams. Uh, also claimed that in one of the medieval paintings, oh, my gosh, in the medieval paintings, he displayed to the congregation the spear wound in Jesus' side takes on a decidedly, decidedly, Zach, vaginal appearance. The peer- So basically what he's talking about is when Jesus was on the cross, they wanted to make sure he was dead. They pierced his yeah. side with the spear, right? Well, that's obviously a vagina, according to this. Ph.D. in theology. (laughs) In another, he pointed out how the blood from his side flows to his groin. I realize this is graphic, and I apologize, but this is things that need to be talked about because this is stuff that's being preached. From
1: a pulpit, well, we already have here in America people proclaiming that Jesus, you know, would be what is it the uh, like the leader of a pride parade. So stuff like this is on its way to America, and it, and it's just a matter of time before certain churches start preaching it.
0: Exactly. No, exactly. Now I'm going to skip the parts where the churchgoers were like just like people like could not believe it, like just left in tears. Kids were crying, like all this kind of stuff, right? What I want to talk about is the defense from the dean, from the archbishop, from all this other kind of stuff to this. In Banner's response to the letter, which was seen by the Daily Telegraph, the dean defended Heath, claiming his sermon suggested that we might think about these images of Christ's male-slash-female body as providing us with ways of thinking about issues around transgender questions today. For myself, I think that speculation was legitimate. Whether or not you or I or anyone else disagrees with the interpretation says something else about that artistic tradition or resist its application to contemporary questions around transsexualism whether you or I or anyone else disagrees with the interpretation. This is why I have a problem with people with PhDs in theology. This is why in seminary, I immediately realized very quickly, this is nothing but a bunch of dudes just telling me their opinion from all different denominations of what they think the scripture means. And we're not even talking about scripture in this. This is is medieval paintings. Of what they thought Jesus was what was like, and and then somebody brings up the point of the dean added that he would not issue an invitation to someone who I thought would deliberately seek to shock or offend a congregation. Jesus is our God made man in His own image, so therefore I've heard this, so therefore God must be trans. Well, no, that's not what the Bible says, is it? No, not really. He says. God made man in his own image. And then he realized that man was alone and it was not good. So then he took the rib from Adam while he was asleep, created a woman. It didn't say a woman was created in God's image. So no, God is not trans. Like what, what, what are we, this is what, this is, this is the picking and choosing stuff. that we talk about all the time. We talk about this stuff all the time. You pick and choose things. Well, 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 man was made in God's own image, so therefore God must be a man and a woman. Where did you get that? <laughs> where, where, was, where, where does it say in the Bible God made man and woman in his own image? It doesn't say that. God made man in his own image and then realized that man was alone and that was not good, so then therefore he made woman. No, I'm not saying that there's not some resemblances there. Obviously, a woman looks like a human being, just like whatever. But no, that's not what the Bible says. So this whole God was non-binary, transgender garbage, what are we doing? And where are the churches speaking out against this, mind you? Uh, And don't tell me that this kind of stuff isn't going into uh, places here. Check this out. This is from a uh, pastor in Austin, Texas. Okay, listen to what he says. This is in regards to the LGBTQ+. Are we ready? Here we go. Listen to this. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. Okay, here we go. Coming to a megachurch near
3: you. Here we are. This guy's name is Zach Lambert. Here we are. Now, there was a time in my life when I found the non-affirming arguments to be convincing, but that is no longer the case. To be very honest with you all, I'm not exactly sure when it happened. It wasn't like a switch that flipped. It was more like a dam that slowly developed cracks until the whole thing gave way. See, the cracks started forming when I met LGBTQ plus folks who deeply loved and pursued God. Then the cracks got bigger when I met queer Christians who had suffered through the horrors of conversion therapy, but still followed Jesus. And they got even bigger when I met people right here at Restore who'd been kicked out of churches because of their sexual orientation and gender identity, and yet they still wanted to be a part of a church family. And then, when I began to dig deeply into scripture, the dam burst. And I began to apply the same exegetical and interpretive approach to the six passages about homosexuality that I do with everything else in scripture. I began asking questions about context and culture and language, and when I did, I came to the conclusion that the homosexuality being forbidden in the Bible bears no resemblance to the loving, monogamous, spirit-filled same-sex relationships of my queer siblings. I do not believe that same-sex relationships are inherently sinful. Now, they can be, but in the same way a heterosexual relationship can be, when there isn't respect or equality or Christ-centered love in the middle of it. So I believe that God desires for any relationship, heterosexual or homosexual, to be covenantal and monogamous. I think that's his best for us. Coming to a woke church near
0: you. You're crazy, Graham. That's not gonna happen. That was preached from the pulpit of a mega church in Austin, Texas.
1: There's a few hello? things I find wrong with that. Hello, but, you
0: know. hello. Are you are you uh, are you listening to me yet? How many times? You know we got i I've got a lot of friends that that listen to the show and they write me all the time. They're like, "You were right. You were right about this. Or you were right about that. You 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 called that. You called it. You said it." How many times do I got to be right, man? Like, don't tell me people get so mad at me when I call out these churches. They're like, "Graham, you're not doing anything but dividing." the Christian population anymore. Am I? Or are, the, are, are these people false teachers and false prophets that are supposed to be called out? The dude posted it on Twitter, okay? All right. I, like, I don't know what you want me to do about this. That is not true. The best thing I've ever heard, I've told you, told you, I've loved this. The, the, the same thing about, would Jesus be the grand marshal of a pride parade? No, he would not be. Jesus walked amongst sinners. Absolutely. You can be gay all you want. God wants to love you and have a relationship with you. You can be a murderer. God wants to love you and have a relationship with you. However, you don't just get to have God or Jesus the Savior. You also have to have the Lord part. See, everybody wants the Savior. God, save me. Help me. I'm in trouble. Help me. I know that what I'm doing is wrong. See, and oftentimes, those of us who know that we're wrong often feel the most desire to have to be justified in what we're doing. People that know they're doing right, even if people are mad at them or say false things about them, we don't feel like we have to justify or defend ourselves.
1: Because you know that you're doing right before God.
0: Correct. So we don't feel any, I don't care. (laughs) You can call me transphobic all you want. I am not transphobic. I am pro-Bible lens, and the Bible says that that's wrong. I don't see a trans person on the side of the road and run across to the other side of the road because I I just can't. I don't do that kind of stuff. However, if you ask me point blank, same thing with Chick-fil-A. The owner of the original creator of Chick fil A, they asked him before he passed away, rest his soul, "Uh, well, how do you feel about gay marriage? And he said, well, the Bible says that that's wrong. So therefore, I don't support it. They lost their mind like Chick fil A had some kind of gaydar at the front door that, like, detected if you were a homosexual and they weren't selling you chicken sandwiches because you were gay. Chick fil A don't discriminate. You want to come spend your money to buy the chicken, they're gonna sell you the chicken just like everybody else. But don't ask them. (laughs) Don't I tell Alyssa, my wife, all the time, don't ask me something that you don't really want to hear my answer to. Because you just don't do it. It Don't don't do it. Don't ask me the questions you don't really want to know the answers to. Um we live in a world that I agree with Eric Metaxas. Like, the church is failing. Literally, the church is seeing the evils. They're seeing it. And I think it's even worse than what uh, Eric Metaxas said. No, yeah, there's a lot of churches that are just like ignoring it. But then you got these churches that they ain't ignoring it, they're accepting it. And there's a difference between being inviting. In showing people the love of Christ and accepting their behavior, no, 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 no. You invite them, you accept them as a human being, as a child of God, and you love them in that sense. But encouraging, agreeing with, and acknowledging, and and and, uh, uh pushing forward the narrative that it is biblical. For two for, for, for two LGBTQ members to live in a coveted, monog- monogamous relationship that's Christ-centered? That's an oxymoron. That doesn't even make any sense. That's not true. It's not true. No matter how much you want to take the first part of a verse and then connect it to another part of a verse, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, like the whole... Uh, God made, uh, made us, made, made human beings in his image. That's not what the Bible says, is it? Not really. God made man in his image and then he made woman. Two different things. God is not trans. God is not non binary. That is not the way that it works, just like this. And I'm telling you that, I'm telling you that, I'm telling you, churches, you have got to do something. Church members, You have got to call this out. Church leaders, you have got to stop this. Because we live in an age where culture shapes the church. Instead of church shaping the culture. And I will say this, as I've said many times to end this out. Truth often seems crazy in a world full of lies. And so we cannot back down just because there is apprehension or uh, opposition to the truth. Truth seems crazy in a world full of lies. So keep speaking the truth, keep standing up for truth, because that is the only path. Ford is God, the truth of God. We must stand up and fight. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to share it with five people. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. That's all we have for this episode. We'll see you all again next time.